to Vibrant Living with Nusha. I'm Nusha, a former climber of the corporate ladder turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I'll bring you an inspiring message to support you in designing and creating a vibrant, fulfilling life. Thank you for joining me today. Now let's get started. Hello and welcome to Vibrant Living with Nusha. I'm Nusha, super excited to be here with you today and our special guest, Kindy Dulay-Gill. Welcome, Kindy. Thank you for having me here, Nusha. Oh, so nice to have you here, Kindy. And friends, I'm going to share a little bit of background about Kindy before we dive into her inspiring story. So she's been married for 30 years. Wow. That's true. something. That's it sure has. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> She has three beautiful children as well. She's a CPA and she was a former CEO of a private company responsible for 3,000 people nationally in the United Kingdom. Now today, she's the owner and CEO of Spark Expansion. It's an organization that sparks permanent transformational change in individuals, families, and organizations from the inside out. So I'm really excited for you to hear about her transformation and she was known as the proverbial superwoman, right? As, as we were true. talking about and, this is true. and she transformed and today she's a grounded, fulfilled mother and um, I'm excited for her to share her story. So let's dive in, Kindy. Let's see, um, let's start with, you know, what drove you to be the superwoman? Um, I suppose that there's a sense that everybody's got to lead, haven't everybody, there's always a person that tends to lead in a home yes, and a person that is the one that's happy to, to f fill in the gaps. Right. right. To follow. Yeah. Yeah. And so I instinctively, it just felt like yeah. I ought to be the one taking the lead. Yeah. It naturally arose. Somehow mm -hmm. it was something that I was good at doing, mm -hmm. um, foreseeing where we needed to be, what needed to happen, the organizational skills, the logic and everything. Mm -hmm. So that's something that came very easy to me. Right. Um, and then I guess the part that's going to surprise most of our audience will be the fact that when we like to control and have everything organized a certain way, yeah. there is that tendency that is a bit of a weakness that drives us to do that because the desire to control mm. comes from the fear to just go with the flow. Yes. So along with that superwoman status is that fear lurking in the background that's yeah. pushing us, that's sort of saying, I've got to keep it all together. Yeah. And if, we haven't understood that really that responsibility isn't really there for one person to keep it all together. Wow. That must have been so emotionally heavy and draining. And I'm curious, what was the price that your emotional health had to pay by attempting to be this superwoman, the strong one, keeping it all together, especially with three kids and yeah. you had a very you had a thriving career? It is a huge price interestingly mm -hmm. um, because what we're doing is we're preventing ourselves from um, accepting our own weaknesses our vulnerabilities and it's like you know like how you get that shell mm -hmm. um, like so for example a seed right yes. that goes into this into the ground yeah. and it's got a hard shell yeah well if that hard shell never gets broken yes 
then that seed can never go into the ground mm. and and it can't actually become the flower that it's destined to be. Wow. So really the superwoman syndrome and that's that sort of tendency is a little bit like that where you've got this hard shell. Yes. But inside you is the vulnerability, the weakness, the sense of like um, the wobbliness, like all of that is sort of trapped inside you mm. and you're trying not to feel it right? whilst you're attempting to be that hard seed. Yes. But of course, if you carry on remaining hard like that and crusty, then you're never really going to find your potential and you're never going to flower into anything wow. meaningful. That's such a beautiful metaphor. And it's like, yeah, I, I get it. So you were stuck in your growth. You weren't growing, you weren't you expanding, you weren't fulfilled. No. Because of that beautiful, yeah. Yeah, I because there's something yeah. inside trembling away yeah. that you're not even willing to look at. Or in fact, you don't even know it's there. Mm -hmm. Because there's a part of us, when we're capable of getting a lot done, yeah. there's a part of us that thrives on the fact that we've got a lot done. Yeah. And there's a part of us that sort of has an identity <laughs> all wrapped around what we're capable of doing. Yes. But we don't see that that's, an avoidance tactic to mm. go to see the other Beautiful. stuff. Right. Yeah. So where do you think this superwoman syndrome comes from? Because I'm sure you're not alone and I know there's probably <laughs> certain friends listening who are like, ah, I'm a superwoman. Um, or maybe you know a superwoman. Where does this come from? And, and I think it's a pattern, obviously, amongst high achieving women, usually. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's coming from a space where, you know, as women, there, there is something about us that instinctively goes out to nurture. Yes. So there's a part in us that yeah. just wants to play out that role. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And we don't even know where it's coming from. And generationally, clearly, it's come from our ancestors, mm. where we are the providers of nurture. We instinctively are heart-centered. We want to give. Mm -hmm. um, we we uh, have our bodies used by life mm -hmm. to bring new life in. Mm. And so just through that instinct and that natural state... Um, we know that we go into the background mm -hmm. for the child to be at the foreground mm -hmm. and, and we're going to provide for its needs mm -hmm. almost automatically rather than for our needs because nature yeah. does that through us. Right. So I think the super sin, the superwoman syndrome is a byproduct of all that versatility and that flexibility that we have yeah. and that natural tendency to nurture others mm. ahead of our own needs mm. especially if you're capable strong smart there's even more of a tendency because you can do it you can yeah handle because because the logical part of you um thinks it can sort of rotate all those plates and just keep <laughs> them spinning right right, right and right. it genuinely thinks that none of them are going to collapse right 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 so you know it's interesting you say none of them are going to collapse what happened that Superwoman got dismantled. <laughs> <laughs> it was painful. <laughs> um, so some plates need to to collapse. Basically, that yeah. that that idea that you can fix everything. Yes. Um, sort of that that tendency that um, it's all within my reach mm -hmm. to unravel and fix and mm -hmm. solve. Mm -hmm. So obviously, there has to be some things that you weren't able to fix and solve. And they started to arrive one mm. after the other. So I had three hits. Mm. Um, and three plates fell. Big ones. Mm. Yes. That couldn't be fixed. Yes. 
Um, and it was very obvious these things can't be fixed. So mm -hmm. the first was around my business. And one of our biggest customers decided to take um, their business elsewhere after 39 years. Oh, wow. So I was left with a very difficult decision or do I now restructure yet again mm -hmm. and go into more crisis management in terms of shifting everything or do I just walk away from this? Mm. Um, and I decided just around my 40th birthday to sell what I could, mm -hmm. the parts that could be salvaged and then the rest I put into voluntary liquidation, mm. which was a very, very difficult thing to do. And then soon after that, within about five or six months, I think, um, my sister had a car accident and she became paralyzed in that car accident. So I'd seen sort of the destruction of a career and its flowering and didn't understand why that had to go that way. And then I'm now watching a human body, mm. um, very functional, suddenly um, being less than what it was once. And I didn't understand why that pain and that adversity of having to now function out of a of a new way of living. Mm. Um, it took a long time. I think she was in hospital for about seven and a half months. Wow. But it was a grueling time for us to be observing that mm -hmm. and even more grueling for her to be in those circumstances. Um, so that was the second really big hit where again, I couldn't control. And I even tried to tell the doctors that were letting us know that she was paralyzed, mm -hmm. that um, surely she could walk again. Like I didn't, yeah. I wanted to defy yes. that diagnosis, right? Yeah. And then the third thing was with my relationship with my husband. So we emigrated here to Vancouver in 2006. And um, during the strain of the emigration, um, our relationship was sort of like pulling in two different directions. Mm -hmm. And the conflict that was arising in our home was huge. Wow. Um, so, yeah, and it felt like, oh, my God, this is unfixable too. Yes. That's a lot. That's a lot to happen at once. And so what did you do? I did what every superwoman would try to do. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I thought it was time to fix me. I'm like, okay, right. all these things that are going on, they're yeah. obviously a reflection of something's wrong with me. Like I've got a dark cloud over me. I'm depressed. I'm sad. Yeah. So clearly I've got to do something about this, right? So it's like, okay. Let's start reading self-help books. Right. Miguel Ruiz, Deepak Chopra, Wayne Dyer, Oprah mm. Winfrey, Abraham Hicks, Gary Renard. It went on and on and on, Eckhart Tolle, right? And so I'm reading all these concepts and you're getting the sense that, okay, I should be doing affirmations or I should be more grateful or should I, I should be forgiving certain circumstances or I should be forgiving myself or somebody else. And it went on and on and on like this. Mm -hmm. Um... And I have to say to all of our audience, I was in more confusion then trying to fix and solve wow. myself than I had been prior. Wow. Um, because now there was no conversation that could go on in my head yeah. without me now trying to review what it just said to pivot or rotate to a new place. Or, to be grateful or, or, or to whatever. do affirmations. That's or... right. And yeah. my God, wow. that was such a lot of work. Mm. Um, so yes, yeah, Superwoman decided wow. that she didn't know what the answers were, so she stepped yeah. out of the way. <laughs> yeah, so so then what happened? You know, today you're this grounded, fulfilled mother. I'm still you, working had a on huge that too. transformation. So so what happened? Um, okay, so I gave up. 
the sense of I don't know what to do and I suppose that was the best thing that really happened Mm -hmm. because it was the first recognition that my mind had that I don't actually have the answers Mm. and so life is sort of saying yes I was waiting for you to get out of the way (laughs) you know it makes me think of that quote um I think it's Steve Martin he says it's not what you know, it's what you think you know that's not so. That's right. So you just like let go of yeah, the reins. That's when, right. Okay, it's not going to come from my head. Well, it wasn't with a pre-fixed agenda as such. It was a genuine let go. Like, oh, what I'm doing... You, you just surrendered. Yeah, literally. it's like what I'm yeah. doing isn't working. Yeah. I can't be wasting any more time on it. And But I had no idea of what was going to come next. And so obviously, you know, life goes, okay, yes. So it literally threw a book at my feet. Literally, <laughs> Literally, yeah. at chapters. Um, and I picked up this book, and it, it was entitled In Search of the Miraculous. And I'm thinking, I'm still looking for my miracle. But, <laughs> but then there's the other rational part that came in going, no, I'm not going to read any more books. I can't do any more of this. And I was trying to return the book mm. onto the shelf. Mm. And on the back, um, there was a testimonial that just caught my eye. And it sort of said, well, it... I mean, it said something very professional, <laughs> yes. but paraphrased to me. Yes. I felt like it was saying, if you've tried everything and you're still stuck, then take me home. <laughs> it was sort of saying Got that it. to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So I did take the book home. Mm-hmm. And I was in the second paragraph of the first chapter. Mm-hmm. And it was talking about human suffering and adversity. Mm-hmm. And tears were just rolling down my face at the sense that I had at last landed mm-hmm. of what I really needed. Um, because I was so moved by just those two paragraphs alone, Mm -hmm. right? And I knew instantly that there was truth being shared, and I Mm -hmm. knew instantly that there was something very special about this author, Mm -hmm. Madarelli's Italian. Mm -hmm. So I put the book to one side, yeah, and started my scramble another way. And this time it was like, okay, I need to know more about this author. Who is she? Where is she? Yes. What's she about? Yeah. Yeah. Um. And so that evening, I went onto her website, Mm -hmm. and I think I spent about six hours. I read every page of the website. I watched every YouTube video that existed, one after the other. Um, And then I found the slot that said, I have a practical method to help people. Mm -hmm. And I went, ding, I'm booking one of those. Wow, wow, and the rest is? The rest is liberation, basically. Mm -hmm liberation from stupidity yeah. because the Dalian method and Madder's unbelievable genius like capacity to assist us mm-hmm. the combination of her being on this planet and this extraordinary gift that she's created is nothing short of that magic pill we're all looking for mm. yeah to set ourselves free from ourselves wow wow and as I understand, it takes work. It's not necessarily a magic pill, but it's, it is a solution that has supported you in transforming right. in a very real way. And yeah. it was a lot of discipline and, and work to, to move through those. So would love for everyone to get a sense of what is the essence of the Dalian method and what's the process Mm-hmm. Um, it's a self-healing method which I absolutely love because That's it's right. not about a guru it's not about a person although Mara Liza Dalian came up with the process yeah it's really empowering people with their own transformation which I it thought is. was phenomenal. yeah it's incredible yeah um but I 
guess really when you're asking about the essence it yeah. really is what you what you've just encapsulated in that sentence yes around the word empowering mm. so the, and the best person to articulate what the method actually does is madder yeah because it's her method yeah um but from my practice with both the method and working directly with madder mm -hmm. i would say that it's almost like a scientific formula mm -hmm. sort of like an antiviral program for human beings oh nice yeah. um and so by that what i mean is anything that's not serving us yeah truthfully yeah um and any aspect of our shadow personality mm. our anger our jealousy our mm. envy mm. our insincerity mm. our fear our competition our comparison our judgment Mm -hmm. anything that exists within us mm -hmm. that's not serving us mm -hmm. the Dalian method will both help you with compassion mm -hmm. to see those traits but more importantly help you to transform them to their polar opposite wow. um, and in that transformation leave behind a lesson and a learning for you wow. that automatically grounds you and um, settles you but also unites you mm. with everybody outside of you wow right um, so it's the true form yeah. of um, gratitude and mm. positivity that we're looking for on this planet yeah. but it's not happening with the mind it's happening through consciousness wow and it's happening through a shift at a cellular level unlike the way a lot of people describe that shifts are happening at a cellular level yes because this truly is a diamond that people have not yet recognized its potency oh, wow and friends if this is inspiring you in any way kindy has very generously offered the listeners of vibrant living with nusha 10 percent off her the first session that That's people right. can yeah. have and she also does a consult beforehand mm -hmm. to to support people to get a sense of what it is that they they want to clear out or transform. And uh, yeah, thank you so much. And you also have generously also offered two ebooks. Tell us a little bit about those. Yeah, the two ebooks represent the two halves of me. Oh, okay. <laughs> so then there's the superwoman syndrome that was successful in corporate life, etc. Um, with a heavy emphasis on leadership. Yes. So one of my ebooks is about the power of inward transformational leadership. Mm. And so it's the process of going inside. Yeah. Um, and it helps you to see how the seven principles that have been talked about by Stephen Covey, how they can all effortlessly happen mm. through use of the Dalian method so that that becomes part of your skill set naturally, not because you're forcing yourself to learn how to implement them, right? So that's about, that's one of the eBooks, which is about inward transformational leadership. And the other eBook is about the other half of my life that needed repairing and, uh, and a better understanding, and that's my home life. Yeah. So my other eBook is about the five secrets to unfolding a um, happy, peaceful, and loving family environment. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I wrote that is because there was a lot of conflict in my home mm -hmm. um, and a lot of friction, which I think people begin to say or almost accept 
that that's part of family life. Like, for example, they'll say, oh, you know, the teenage phase is really tough to deal with. Yes. And then they'll laugh. Yeah. And then somebody might sigh. And yeah. then that's it. Yes. Whereas I wasn't prepared to accept it as just being that. I wanted to understand, well, why is the friction arising? Mm. What is the volatility about? Mm. Um, why is there a difference of opinion on certain things? Mm. What did the, why did the judgment even arise? Yeah. And so this book is more about the five key elements that are required for us to take responsibility for individually mm-hmm. that help there to be harmony in the home. Whereas we can then stop the giggle that sort of says, oh, yeah, I don't get on with my sister. Or, yeah, yeah, you know, she's always like that. She's a drama queen or whatever. Instead of that, you're mm-hmm. able to create a bond mm-hmm. with each other mm-hmm. that is as strong Mm -hmm. as you might have with the friends you choose Mm -hmm. or with the people that you have more control over in terms of bringing them and inviting them into your world. You can have that type of respect for the people at home. Wow, beautiful. Friends, these these are her gifts. (laughs) So you can find all of that on uh, nushababahanian.com under the resources section. It is such a joy to have Kindy as one of our vibrant community service partners. So enjoy, enjoy all these gifts. So My grateful. Pleasure. So Kindy, wow, it's it's so uh, inspiring to see what you've done with your own health and well-being and, and the ripple effect it's created in your family. What do you see as your vision, mission moving forward to continue to elevate health on the planet? Um, I think my personal contribution is really about understanding that health is more Mm -hmm. than what we think when we go to see a Western doctor. Mm -hmm. And that health has many components in it, but ultimate health lies in awakening our our consciousness Mm -hmm. and expanding it by dismantling and dissolving the aspects within us that are actually part of our blind spots. So my personal work is very much about sharing this in family lives. It's mm. about sharing this so that youngsters can actually be helped to become come out of limiting patterns that they've already inherited from their from their parents. And that the unity within a family unit can be so strong that we don't have to have wounded leaders mm. in the world. We actually have empowered leaders that are going into the world mm-hmm. to make their contribution. So if we can start at home, yes, we can get a lot more done. And I would like to be part of the people that helps to make the contribution at home. Wow, so mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Kindy, thank you. Thank My you pleasure. for your commitment, your patience, and your compassion with yourself as you transformed your emotional <laughs> health. And I love the ripple effect that it has created in your family, in in our community, as well as in organizations that you have worked with both locally and nationally, really for people to experience this true liberation and transformation from the inside out. So thank you. Yeah, it's such a privilege to have found the Dalian Method and it's Mm -hmm. such a privilege now to be able to have even one person yeah. see its potency and its impact because like one more person means that it rolls out to yet another family life yes. and it's a lifetime tool. 
it's a tool that becomes part of your toolkit that ca mm -hmm. you carry through your entire life. Um, and I don't think we need to grope or struggle or, or a scramble yeah. looking for answers mm -hmm. when something this profound is available for us to use day in, day out. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. Oh, friends. <laughs> thank you for being here and being part of this conversation. Kindy is actually on our Vibrant Living community. So if you are inspired to start a conversation, ask some questions, please do so. Join us there. Kindy is there and we have some beautiful conversations. As well, uh, thank you for being here and um, hearing Kindy's beautiful story. And as we so beautifully shared just now, the ripple effect is immeasurable. So friends, if you can think of someone that is a superwoman or someone that can, that can use this kind of support in transforming their life, uh, their family life, or even if they're a leader in an organization, mm. then please do take one moment, invest a moment, and share this episode. Because again, the ripple effect is immeasurable and uh, we are all here to elevate consciousness on the planet together. Yeah. So, thank Particularly you. if leaders can actually find this, this will be absolutely brilliant. Yes, yeah. yes, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. So thank you again, Kindy. Thank you, Nusha. <laughs> That's very cute. Very, very sweet of you to have me here. And thank you, audience, for listening. I, uh, I hope you found something in this that was empowering. And friends, until next time, be vibrant, be bright. It's your birthright. Now, let's go out there and shine our light. Thank you for investing this time with me on the Vibrant Living with Nusha podcast. I'm so glad that you joined our conversation. If you would take two minutes to positively impact someone's life by sharing this episode, that would be wonderful. Please leave us a review by visiting iTunes. Let us know what you enjoy and what you'd like to see more of. It will support us on our journey to causing a worldwide epidemic of vibrant living. Until next time, be vibrant, be bright. It's your birthright. Now, let's go out there and shine our light.